0: So I realize that some of you guys may not know Janet, like we know Janet. So here's a little bit about Janet. She is an inspirational speaker, as you will find. She is an interfaith minister, a published author, a manifestation coach, and I, I always add Anna Linda Ronstadt fan. So Janet Ellis. Woo-hoo. I am Linda the Rhinestad fan good morning again everybody morning. so glad to be with you today so I um, had a conversation with Melinda about the talk today and it was kind of interesting because um, we had to work on the title a little bit and I'm not gonna tell you what it was gonna be but anyway I'm gonna share a story so, one afternoon, an official-looking fellow showed up at a neighbor's door and flashed an ID from the water department. I just read your water meter, he told him, And I have to inform you that you have an unusually high usage this month. And he said, a high usage? Yes, sir, about four times the usual amount. Four times. That's right, here are the numbers. And I looked, he looked at the numbers and, and he wasn't kidding. So the guy says, it's our policy to let you know about this in case you have any leaks in your water system. And the guy goes, no leaks that that I know of. Maybe my tenant has been taking a lot of showers, I wondered. But 80,000 gallons of showers? Nope, he didn't even wash his dishes. I thanked the water man and told him I'd try to conserve this month, and I'd hope the bill would come down next month. A few days later, I'm sitting, he's sitting on his back porch when he noticed a puddle in the corner of the yard. And that puddle had been there for a while, but he figured it was due to some heavy rain we've had, but the rest of the lawn had dried up. The puddle was still there. So he went and poked his hand into the puddle. There was a pipe beneath there and it was leaking. And then he, he said, I can tell you exactly how much it was leaking, 80,000 gallons a month. <laughs> So if you are losing energy in the form of joy, health, money, or love, you got a leak in your system, right? There is no malevolent parasite that has invaded your world and is undermining you. Your leak is on your property, and as such, you have to access it to repair it. What does that mean? Hmm. It's our responsibility to take care of us. It's my job to repair whatever I need to repair. But I want somebody else to fix it. (laughs) Wouldn't you like to have somebody else to fix it? They don't have repairmen for that, do they? (laughs) So the entire game of life is about making the best use of your energy. So the question isn't, is there life after death? The question is, is there life before death? Think about it. How many people that you pass in a day are in the present moment, are are coherent of what's going on in the moment? Think about yourself. (laughs) Just think about where you are. Where is your energy in that moment? So to answer this for yourself and live it, you must quit doing things that deplete your energy and start doing things that expand it. And I know you guys already know this, but you know, maybe if you hear it just a little differently. So Moses delivered 10 commandments that point out how to accomplish this. But A, nobody wants to be commanded. B, Charlton Heston's bad makeup job undermined Moses' credibility. And see, nobody has enough patience on the internet to wait for the Ten Commandments to download. <laughs> right? So, here's everything you need to know to relocate from the area upon which we allow ourselves to be drained. <laughs> so, do what brings you life, do not do what deadens you. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. I'm kidding. (laughs) Do what excites you. Do what wakes you up in the morning. Do what keeps you driving you all day long. I don't I don't know about you guys, but I've been in that situation and in a corporate world where I'm an extrovert if you didn't know and um, I'm in a in a cubicle inputting data into computers and I'd get in trouble all the time because I'd get up and walk around and want to talk to everybody. And then I'd hear the boss yelling, Janet, get back to your desk. But that it was, it was a very hard experience to deal with because I'm such a people person. And I'm sitting there inputting data in a computer. So it made no sense. Anybody relate? You don't have to raise your hand. That's okay. The reason you are not where you want to be is that you're doing things you do not want to do. If that sounds simple, it is. And it's interesting because recently we were talking with somebody, um, I was having a conversation and they're miserable and they're telling me how bad it is and they're telling me all the things that they're going through and they're telling me all all the things that they'd love to do and the question is why aren't you doing those then? I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Well, what would be the first thing you need to do? Maybe educate yourself in, in what it is that you want to do. Some people don't even know what it is they want to do, and so they have to search that aspect of it. But it is so the universe offers so much in that, in that area that you can you can choose to do. Whatever it is that your heart's desire is and the part of that is once you do Then the walls come up Your defense mechanisms kick in right you get scared. Oh, I don't know about you. I get scared I get worried. What am I gonna do? How am I gonna handle it? What do I do next? and yet in the moment when I'm thinking about this little thing and I'm still excited inside, but it's just the worry and the fear about how to go about it, it's, it, it's mind-blowing. I know I have to do it. So for us, as some of you know, um, so I worked in the corporate world. I walked away in 2000, had no job, didn't know what I was going to do, and from 2000 up until now. I have taken a number of classes. I've been ordained as an interfaith minister. I published a book, but it, all that's it, which I did not know was even there, right? When I have a new journey. I am so excited to be 66 and still, and still have something that excites me. So um, I was in Hot Springs last week and um, dug, dug me some crystals, but I also found a realtor. And Lynn and I have been talking about this for about a year now. We're opening up a Betty Boot museum. Yeah, Yeah, that's okay. I'm just saying. So who would know? Who would know that the two of us, he's an electrical engineer and I'm a minister and we're opening up a Betty Boot museum. I'm thinking I'm gonna do weddings at the museum as Betty now. We have the largest collection in the world. We've been on TV three times. And we just recently decided that we want to share our collection with the world. So there's not one out there. We'll be the first. But to me, that point is my energy is invested in something new. Is it scary? Heck yeah. I've been looking for a year now for a building for us to be able to live in and and have the museum together. Haven't found anything. Well, that's not true. We found one thing. He liked it. I didn't. So we haven't found anything yet. (laughs) But that's part of the journey, right? Again, do what brings you life. Do not do what deadens you. There are some things you have to do that you don't want to do, but not as many as you were doing. We put ourselves through so many excruciating experiences when we really don't need to. And it's interesting because my, your energy and my energy collate, right? We, our energies are constant. Do some of you feel exhausted once you get home at night and can't figure out why? Yeah. Thank you. It, well, it may be the people we're surrounding ourselves with. It may be uh, the dynamics that we're interacting in in the moment. That's what we're talking about, the the draining of the energy. And it's hard to know that. It's real hard to know that. So I don't know about you all, but I think about family. I I can handle maybe 45 (laughs) minutes of them, maybe 45 minutes. And then I need to leave because of the dynamics and the, the stress related to it. So... Again, there are some things you have to do that you don't wanna do, but give yourself a break. If you took the energy you were wasting on things that leak and used it for things you love, what would you be doing differently? Just a thought. When you invest your time and energy in stuff that drags you down, you die a little bit every day. Then your life force reduces to a dribble and then you croak. (laughs) (laughs) isn't that beautiful (laughs) then you croak yet the bible documents people who live for hundreds of years and there are people in remote regions today that live far past a hundred their lives are simpler and they do not fritter away their life force watching people hit each other over the head with chairs on jerry springer they just live close to nature. They eat yogurt and develop meaningful relationships with llamas. <laughs> so open your heart to a critter. I know y'all can do that. Open your heart to a critter. I love this <clears throat> critter who won't dump you on national television, and you will live long enough to get a birthday card from the president. Right? What is that? A hundred? Yeah. So while you may be very careful about what you pay for with your money, you are probably less careful about what you pay for with your attention. I'm gonna say that again. While you may be very careful about what you pay for with your money, you are probably less careful about what you pay for with your attention. How easy is it for you to get lost in the moment, and not even realize where you are I know we've said this before you're in the car you're driving somewhere and you wonder how you got there because you don't remember leaving the driveway right where does your mind go where are your thoughts in that moment how many of you can honestly say that you are able to stay in the present moment for a while It's a challenge, it's a lesson for us, it really is. I know for myself, I constantly have this thing where um, if I I find myself losing or checking out or doing whatever it is that I used to do, I, I come back to the present moment and what keeps me there is I start naming things that I'm looking at. Like if I'm driving, I got both hands on the wheel, I see the car in front of me, anything I can name to keep me in the present moment, right there, that I won't go squander off and, and have my mind go somewhere else, because it's, it's so easy to do, and we do it, it's habitual. We don't even know that we don't know that we don't know that we're doing it, right? Yeah so so it's 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 a practice like anything else and i think that was the biggest one for me when i first really started working on myself is to be aware and awake to what's going on in that moment and not go dredge up the stuff from the past and not sit there and worry and fret about what's going to happen in the future even though logically i know that there's nothing i can do about that my heart for some reason forgets and it's the heart that needs to be reminded it's the heart that needs to know that we're safe and sound it's the heart that needs to know that our energy and the love that we have i just love that song Earl, the love that we have to share with one another instead of being in that moment of defense mode because I got to protect myself because of something that happened 20 years ago I can now be in the present mode and I can share my love with you and with anybody that needs it in the moment it's a hard it's a it's a hard practice but our energy is used so easily <sighs> So in the long run, how you spend your attention also affects your life far more profoundly than how you spend your money. And I know that seems kind of weird, but it's, it's true. Even if you don't have any money, are your thoughts still there? (laughs) Do we still Then we worry about the money, right? So your attention is the strongest currency at your disposal at this moment, your attention. If you squander it, your life will result in one big overdraft. (laughs) If you invest it in things you value, what is it you value, you guys? Something deep inside of you that maybe you forgot about, maybe you've been thinking about, maybe it's there and you don't even know that it's there. You will collect interest big time and be interested along the way. And it excites you and it wakes you up and it energizes you, and it gives you everything you need to move forward past that fear, you're gonna feel fear and that's okay. That means you're on the right track. Everything you do is an investment in more of the same thing, right? So we know if we think negative, we're gonna get more what? If we think more positive, we're gonna get more? Y'all are good. So the illusion is that if you do something you don't like long enough, it will go away. That's the illusion. But the truth is that the more you get involved in something, the more involvement it leads to, right? So the more I focus on, oh my God, I feel so bad. My back hurts, my neck hurts, my fingers hurt, my toes hurt. If you truly enjoy something, dive in. If not, have the guts to walk away from what doesn't serve you. It's not about serving others. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I just messed up the whole talk. Wait a minute. Yes, we do wanna serve others, but we don't wanna do it in a way that is dysfunctional or unhealthy. We wanna do it from a, a source of love, True unconditional love, right? And I hear that terminology: unconditional love. <laughs> I'm not singing, don't worry about it. Um, but the point is, is if we are giving from a codependent uh, I hate using that word. Hmm If we are giving from a needy space of ourselves, like if i'm feeling insecure about me and and then i turn around and i and i give somebody something so i can look good you know what i'm saying that's that's not true connection that's not your energy that's a needy energy that we've brought out that is affecting us and everybody else i love this if not have the guts to walk away from what doesn't serve you There is no redeeming value in misery. (laughs) No redeeming value in misery, people. Okay? Okay, the hell you worry about going to is not nearly as bad as the fear of it that drives you to do things alien to your spirit. Did that make sense? (laughs) Right. It's so important that we get this. And I love the fact that we have spaces like this beautiful place to be able to learn about it, to be able to talk about it, to have classes about it, to be able to awaken myself even deeper. I'm longing to go deeper. I wanna understand so much more than just the surface stuff. You know what I mean? I got the gist, I've got the the lingo, I've got the language, I can tell you anything you wanna know about spirituality because I know it all. Not. I would love to go deeper. I wanna feel it, I wanna live it, I wanna be it. And in order for that to happen, in order for that to happen, I have to be willing to walk through the fear And not take things personally. And learn that I am loved no matter what. It doesn't matter what you think about me. And I have to say I was scared today. Because I was worried about what you think of me. But you know what? I love you. And because I love you. I can allow myself to open up. For you to send me your love. Does that make sense? Are we getting it? Y'all are real quiet today. You're scaring me. (laughs) If you live from fear, you are already in hell. Amen. Amen. Is that right? If you live from love, you create the meeting point of heaven on earth. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. willing, unload your laps, uncross your legs, ground your feet on the ground, feel that earth feel that mother earth coming up through that floor take a deep breath in and release it another deep breath in and release and one more time another deep breath in And release. And if you feel comfortable enough to gently lay your hands in your lap, open if you choose to, to embrace and accept all that is yours to claim. And if you're comfortable enough and willing, gently close your eyes and go to that special place if you have one and create one if you don't. And this is the time that you get to connect with yourself and with source, a beautiful opportunity going to a place where there is nothing but love, absolute love. You loving yourself, source loving you. You loving source, all together, no worries, no fears, a knowing that all is well in your world. So if you're willing, just take a moment in the silence and tap into what brings you joy. Play with it, embrace it, love it. And remember to keep breathing. Take another deep breath in. And release. Gently wiggle toes and hands if you need to. Bring your joy back with you into this space. And when you're ready, open your eyes.